0: Welcome to episode six of What's the Purpose Podcast? If you haven't been here before, welcome. My name is Abby. And I'm Ayanna. And today we'll be talking about unlearning bad habits and also coping with triggers. First, we're just gonna do once again like rapid fire questions just to get the mood going. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she has the questions today, she's not telling me. So I haven't he said
1: it is rapid fire today. Alright, we got it. First one is what movie do you quote the most?
0: Um,
1: Rapid. Rapid. I know, rapid. Mine is White Chicks. I I was going to say White Chicks, but I don't don't know what part I, um, all the time, like, hold my poodle, or like, anything, (laughs) like, anything social, (laughs) I will quote that.
0: I can't think of, um, that's the movie that I thought of, Yeah, but I can't even think of, um...
1: When when we want to talk about, like, you sure know how to put it down, little lady. When, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> You like sure that. know. <laughs> you sure can't put it away. <laughs> okay, yeah. that would
0: be mine, too. But I don't quote it a lot. But we, like, me and you, yeah. we be saying stuff from that movie.
1: And then the other one that I do sometimes is Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, he <laughs> What's that saying? You always say. Um. <laughs> Oh, well, first of all, Fuller, Easy on the Pepsi, and then Jimmy, stop that boy. What is it? Oh, my God. I want to say something um, from a movie, but
0: I'm not going to say it. It's kind of bad. Are you talking about Mr. Sanderson? Yeah. <laughs> from the movie um, Bring the House Down. Yeah. And Betty was like, Mr. Sanderson? Is everything all right? I thought I heard Negro. <laughs> or um, in that same movie, um... The little like old lady, she was like... Betty White? No, it wasn't Betty okay. White. It was another lady. She was like, Mama, <laughs> is Buster gonna sell us far. <laughs> and she's like, Yes, <laughs> yes. Why
1: wouldn't you? Oh. That's, for some reason, that's all I would. <laughs> <laughs> that movies are so funny. It is. But yeah, I honestly I've only ever watched it with you. Like you, when I told you I didn't watch that movie before, put it on s- now. You stopped breathing. I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> she was like, "You've never seen it." I'm like, "We have, have to watch, watch it. it immediately." <laughs> but um I caught a lot of other stuff too. But I feel like those are my top two. Yeah. You know? Um. The next question is: Would you ever try stand-up comedy? Never. <laughs> Never. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew the answer. Never. I just can't see you doing it. Would you? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Say a joke then or do some stand-up comment. Comment? Comedy. Easter to
1: comment? Um, no, not right now. But you have to give the people a show since you would. <laughs> no, no. That's for a different day. That's a different podcast. Okay. But one time I did go to a stand-up show with an old friend mm-hmm. and we walked in. And the comedian was like super funny and really dry humor, and he was talking about um, his dad like leaving. And you know me, I was dying laughing so loud that the people asked me to stop laughing. <laughs> you like, out? Maya and
0: her dad jokes are so
1: funny, <laughs> and she don't even be <laughs> she be serious. Yeah. And she's not kidding. <laughs> not kidding. And then I love seeing how people respond because it always trips them out. Because they'll be like, huh? They'll be like, can we laugh? Like, yeah, right. you should laugh. <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay, and the final one is, do you have a bucket list or things you want to do before you die?
0: Um, I guess I've never written down, like, a bucket list of, like, things I want to do. Yeah. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this before I die. But there are some things that I want to do, for sure, like skydiving. Oh, my gosh. That's something I really want to do. It's scary. Um... That's probably the number one thing I really want to do is skydiving. Because I'm not afraid of heights. I feel like
1: that'd be really fun. Would you um? Would you wear a full piece of makeup?
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. My eyelashes were probably end up doing- <laughs> 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 But yes, I definitely would
1: still yeah. um, do that. Yeah. Okay. I don't really have a bucket list. I yeah. feel like I'd just be vibing. Just doing... I'm shoot. very kind of um, what's that word spontaneous. Yeah. So if there's somebody that I'm like with or hanging out with, or they propose an idea or something like super fun, I'm like screw it, let's do it. Yeah, let's just do it. Because sometimes if you give me too long to think about something, I'll back out. Yeah. So. That is big. No, I'm just gonna go home. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> just forget. You <he laughs> took
0: too long. <laughs> like Last that was Oh
1: my. you were God. like you're
0: taking too long. I
1: just left. Sorry about I'm that. I'm like
0: okay. Um,
1: I just want to put in a petition for larger chairs. Um, my body cannot sit these. We gotta get some new new chairs. So help us, respectfully. The first thing that we wanted to unpack is dealing with triggers because you have to both of these things have to coexist and kind of work together so that you can unlearn them together and create new and better habits. Mm -hmm. I feel like triggers and the concept of triggers is like kind of new. Like Yeah. I feel like within the last five years people really started to talk about triggers or like be like I'm triggered or whatever, like the Janae Aiko song and stuff like that it wasn't really something that people knew how to even describe it was just like
0: even like acknowledge like okay that actually triggers me yeah yeah
1: and i personally didn't even realize what that was until maybe the last four years myself Mm -hmm. because we are all creatures of habit yeah there are certain things and habits that we have that aren't even necessarily ours they're just adopted from like our parents, the way we grew up, yeah, stuff like that. And then the part of healing and participating in adulthood is being like, okay, I don't like this, this, and this.
0: And I feel like even healing is like a, I wouldn't say like a new thing, but people are like, okay, like I actually need to heal from this. It's not, it was, I feel like maybe within the last like two or three years people are like okay really i maybe i am damaged like i need to heal myself mm-hmm. or even dealing or coping with triggers and acknowledging like mental health
1: yeah thanks so. agreed and social media has really helped i f- i personally can say there's several things that i learned through social media mm-hmm. about mental health about discovering yourselves, um a lot of even psychologists that i follow on instagram facebook helping people who didn't have like accessibility to those resources Mm -hmm. because i went to therapy as a kid and stuff but the difference when you go to therapy as a kid and when you're an adult is so different yeah and the tactics that they use are way different and one of the things that I remember most recently from a therapy session that I went to was basically my therapist saying, like, whether you see it right now or not, you actually get to call the shots in your life. Yeah. Because a habit that I had that kept me safe for several years that I had to actually unlearn was that if I'm not happy with something, I actually can leave. hmm And that was a really bad habit that I had to unlearn. And I'm still unlearning in certain areas of my life. Because I always felt like I should just stay. Yeah, just to, you know, feel it out to see if it'll get better. But it usually doesn't. It just gets worse. Yes. And that was for my careers. That was for certain friendships and relationships. That was even within, like, family dynamics. Yeah. Where I felt the need to stay in certain places because that's how I that's what kept me safe. Yeah. And I had to unlearn that because I was abandoning myself by staying in places that were not meant for me. Yeah. And that was really hard to accept because I've always felt like when you really, you know, love someone or a job or whatever, like just stick it out, stick through, yeah. loyalty and all that stuff was yeah. really ingrained in my brain, but then I realized I was actually suffering more, more yeah because when I was there. yeah that is a habit that I have had to consistently work on but I feel like it's getting better maybe yeah habits for me get broken easily when I experience pain yeah <laughs> like, I like think- that sounds really bad but I, don't, I really need to be hurt in yeah, order to break that habit. I don't listen to anybody. I'm mm-hmm. very stubborn. I'm one of those people that you can tell me like, "Don't do this, don't do this," but personal, I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, or experience I'm experiences like my teacher.
0: Yeah, because it's like uh, if you're just telling me not to do, I'm still gonna do what I want to do at the end of the day. Because I have to learn it for myself, right? In order to
1: learn not what not to do mm-hmm. or. learn that lesson exactly and i get frustrated when someone tries to give me advice that i don't want to hear because of whatever reasoning but i also get frustrated when i give someone advice and they don't listen to me yeah so it's like a mirror you know what i mean like i have a friend who's going through a tough time in a relationship and i'm like trying to like put her on you know what I mean like this is what you need to do and she's like na, 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 na. Mm-hmm. but I'm like that was me that's a bad habit of mine too that it does
0: get frustrating when you're you know you want the best for your friend and you know you're trying to help them and well, be, be conks, you like? <laughs> <laughs> Um you're trying to help them just out of love and you want the best for them but they don't want to listen because they're so like consumed and focused on what they have going on, they're like, no, I think this is what it is. One is really not that because you're so blinded by you can be blinded by love, um, that relationship that you have with a certain friend or whatever. But you do just have to learn, like even like with you, like I was getting so frustrated with yeah. you. But I was just like, when you know she's ready, like she's ready.
1: I'll be there. And yeah, here I am. Right. So that that those two things for me are habits that I'm working through. And when, like you just said, I feel like a really important thing and a good habit to create from that is you cannot necessarily get upset with people for not listening to your advice or wisdom because that just makes you more upset. Like Mm -hmm. you can love somebody, give them advice, kind of coach them if they want it, give them wisdom, put them on, but don't let that upset you because everybody is walking their own path everybody's gonna go through their own experiences pain is hands down the best teacher Mm -hmm. for everybody unfortunately it just is yeah so a good habit to create that even i've learned is detaching myself from another person's experiences Mm -hmm. and it does suck when it's all said and done and they do get hurt or it ends up the same if not worse than what you told them might happen yeah but a good habit to kind of protect your head and heart is be like you know what i told them what i felt you did your part and and if they don't want to listen and they don't listen and they'll be back they'll be back yeah and hopefully better and and live through that experience so that's a good habit to try to develop and keep working at but it's hard especially with someone you love and like I'm not even a parent, so, like, right. I can only imagine what I'm going to see for my kids. Like, yeah. I think, let's talk about what that's going to be like for you. Yeah. Yeah. My,
0: I don't even want to even start thinking about how Enzo is going to be, um, he's already, like, a wild kid, mm-hmm. and, like, how, ever since he was a kid, he's always loved women, so it's just, like... I already know he's gonna I mean I would never like try to be like, oh he's gonna be like this, this and this. Like I want him to be like strong, God fearing man. But in society today I can't really like make a list of what he should and shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. He's gonna have to learn Mm -hmm. on his own, which obviously I would hate if you know me. I hate seeing him like either hurt or like doing anything bad. He does no wrong in my eyes, even though he does, but um, having to know that I'm going to have to watch him deal With his first heartbreak mm-hmm. Or whatever it is Like it's going to make me sad regardless Yeah Because right. <laughs> like you want to teach them But they do have to learn themselves mm-hmm. um, As an adult or growing up into
1: adulthood Yeah So Understood I I think my mom did really well with Instilling good habits mm-hmm. With me very young um, I was I've always just been Kind of like Self-driven Like I didn't mm-hmm. need Anybody like Waking me up In the morning And stuff like yeah. that I'm like a very Routine person Like With my daily flow If I don't have Like structure Whether that yeah. be Something throughout The day Or If I'm even like Off work for like Three or four days Like mm-hmm. I'm like What the heck like,
0: like, like Yeah Like I need a I need something to do Otherwise I'm like Why am I just sitting here Yeah Exactly. That's for me, too. Yeah.
1: And I'm grateful for that because my mom definitely, like, I remember Saturday mornings, my mom was like, all right, we're going to go do this, this, and this. We're going to run our errands. We're going to do this today. Like, I'm still, as an adult, that was a habit that my mom put in me as a kid. Like, you, you can definitely take the time to chill, relax Saturday nights, order pizza, kick back. But, like, if you have stuff to do, having the... Like um, a structured routine. Structured and having the internal ambition to get stuff done is yeah. something that a good habit that I am actually proud of myself and my mom for teaching me because there's a lot of grown folks who have no ambition. Zero. And there I saw a quote a few weeks ago that was like, Stay away from people who like just don't have nothing going on because have you ever kicked it with somebody who like y'all just link up no agenda, no plans. And then you look back at the day and you're like, what, what did, we did we just do? do? Like, I didn't do anything. Nothing, no agenda. And it wasn't necessarily what you planned on, but a lack of planning or any type of idea, you'll just waste the Nine. whole day the whole day so, Like I
0: could have been doing then you think like dang I could have did this
1: <laughs> I could have did this yeah. and I literally just
0: sat here for three hours and did nothing mm-hmm. when I could have been doing something else yeah then you're mad at yourself like I just wasted my whole dang day right.
1: or you like go out and like spend unnecessary money literally that's a habit that whew, yeah um, yeah that's God. why
0: I had to stop going to Target Mm. I had to just do order those curbside pickup because if I'm in Target, I'm gonna just buy everything that I don't need and then forget everything that I need.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that be the day. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think a habit that I definitely am trying to work on is like financial discipline. Mm-hmm. Same. Because you know, as you elevate and you make more money or whatever, you have multiple streams of income. You'll. If you don't have the discipline, you'll just start spending money like crazy. Because like, okay,
0: I already have it. I'm going to make it back again. Yeah. Right? I hate when people have that mindset. Like, no. Like, when you said one day, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to budget this day. I was like, oh, wow. I never really sat and, like, <laughs> was like, okay, I'm going to budget this, this, and this. I just kind of, like, was always mindful of, like, either how much I have or know what I'm going to spend and what I'm going to spend on this. But, like, budgeting, that's cool. But I don't think I could do that.
1: But yeah. I just always
0: I, mindful of like what I'm spending.
1: Yeah. I'm I kind of do both. I think when I know that I'm going to be wanting to spend a little bit more on something or there's an event or trip coming up or something, I have to sit down mm-hmm. and write out my stuff like rent, car insurance, all that stuff like the non-negotiables yeah. and like get those numbers right because I get real money happy and like I love shopping like when I feel good when right. I feel bad that's kind of what it was when I was a kid like when my mom was up when that tax season was right. she was like put your jacket on we're going to Burlington you know what I mean so that was like always fun to me and that transferred into my adulthood too where mm-hmm. I'm like I'm up right now you know what I mean, I mean you spend a little extra <laughs> what we eat today that- <laughs> The, the lamb chops, <laughs>
0: everything. <And> lamb chops, <laughs> smothered. <laughs> <laughs> Extra fries. <laughs>
1: exactly. So <clears throat> I definitely um, kind of kept like money and success were like hand in hand to me. Mm-hmm. And if I was like in a bad place, I'm like, I'm not spending any money. I'm not leaving the house this weekend. I can't spend anything. Yeah. But I have tried to find a good, happy medium because... You never know. Like, there's a statistic. I'd have to look it up. But it's basically, like, most Americans are, like, three, pe- three paychecks away from homelessness. Mm-hmm. And, like, I speak that off of everybody. But at the same time, you never know. Like, yep. illness. You could break your knee. Yep. You gotta work for 12 weeks. They don't give you FMLA. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, you really have to protect yourself. And that's a habit you have to create so that you don't end up overspending or yeah, living that's,
0: that. Yeah, that's why, I, like, when I had COVID, like, I was down for, like, a month because my job basically, like, forced me to use my, bar, like, borrow PTO from the next year and then, like, oh, yeah, we can't pay you anymore. So I'm like, okay, then I don't get paid for, what, two, three weeks? That
1: was crazy. With a
0: kid, I'm just like, okay, but...
1: Yeah, that was... Like, you just never know. You never know. And it's so scary because everything's on the line. And, like, you're a single parent. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that you can't gamble with. Nobody really can. But yeah. when you have a kid or you have a life that you have to protect, yeah. you have to be really um, careful with your spending habits. Yeah. Um, but I I think one of, one of my goals is to definitely be... More mindful of my spending, but also just be aware of like the lifestyle that I want and making sure that I'm really doing things that are going to help create that lifestyle. Yeah, and a habit that I've always had is like, I guess (laughs) I'm gonna be honest, I feel like when I get into like a career, I get bored really fast. Yeah, like once I learn everything. Once the challenge is over, you know, hiring the team, getting the numbers right, whatever. And then after that, I'm just like, boring. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Right. Right. So that's a habit that I definitely am trying to work on because it's kind of like that with dating, too. Yeah. Like, when you find somebody who's, like, normal and they're, like, not a fixer-upper, you're like, okay, what's next? Yeah, like, what? Where's your parole officer? Right. (laughs) What's going on? It's a little too calm. Yeah, and I, I think that that affects certain dynamics with my career because I just get so bored easily mm-hmm. because I am. I've always been used to like high stress. Yeah, and that's something I want to tell. Like, if you always live at a constant state of stress, mm-hmm. fixing, cleaning up, dealing with constant chaos with your family, your health, even. Once you finally, like, find a sweet spot or an equilibrium with everything, you'll almost, like, feel out of whack. Mm-hmm. But that's where you're supposed to be and how right. you should feel. And that's a habit that I work on, too.
0: I think we're just used to chaos, chaos at all times.
1: literally. Which is, like, unhealthy. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> really unhealthy. Um, yeah, that's... I feel like even now... I'm like in a state, you know, I don't even need to be stressed. I'm uh, My mind is just always going and going and thinking about the next thing when I can just like relax in the present. But like my mind constantly runs because I'm just thinking about the next thing. And
1: that's why I just get so stressed out. Like,
0: yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Same. That's there's a, um, should I go like health wise with that? Because that's a real thing. Yes. No. Um, I can talk about it. Why we act like that?
0: Um, Not because we're still supposed to be on triggers. Or no, we're supposed to be on unlearning bad habits.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. What? Oh, okay. Uh. Anyway, essentially what happens with your body is there's a stress hormone called cortisol which mm-hmm. is Miss doctor here uh yeah you know i'm <laughs> licensed <laughs> i haven't walked the stage but you know <laughs> i might um uh, <laughs> no but seriously the cortisol in your level is your stress hormone and mm-hmm. if you look at people who live in extremely stressful situations whether that be children in inner cities um children who suffer with a lot of back and forth, parents fighting, people who work several jobs, they're literally working, you know, back to back to back, trying mm-hmm. to just live paycheck to paycheck, keep their head above water, you will literally have higher cortisol levels, but your body becomes addicted to that because it's a stress hormone. Mm-hmm. It happens with dating. If you're dating someone who it's a push and pull, you know, they you guys are like this. You get in a fight, you don't talk for three days. That's why no contact with people that you maybe are breaking up with or a family member even is so hard because your brain wants that hit again. It becomes addicting. And that's why, too, if you go no contact or you're trying to break a habit of being in contact with somebody who's literally detrimental to your health, your safety, whatever, your brain, you'll start thinking. That's yeah. why you can't sleep because your brain, the closest thing your brain can get to being with that person is to think about them mm-hmm. or start thinking about certain events because that's the closest thing it can do to get those hormones going again. Yeah, And it's a health thing where when you go in and you try to unlearn the habits or get away from somebody or you realize like every time I'm around just for example, like my mom, I feel triggered or when I get around my dad's side of the family, I feel this way. Your body is reacting to that kind of environment. Yeah. And you have to be really conscious of it because stress can literally kill you. And it's really, it's scary Mm -hmm. that there's so many people, young kids, teenagers, like, Sometimes I ride around Minneapolis and, like, I'll be doing something. And I'm like, this is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, all these people out here worried about where they're going to be tonight, the snowstorm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're so stressed out and they don't even r- realize it because you get so used to mm-hmm. it. It's a habitual lifestyle to live in constant agony and always worrying about stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you can and you have the resources to work on that and getting your body used to normalcy, Normalcy, low stress, if you can, it's really, really beneficial. And it's weird because like we're all, we're all meant to really find peace yeah. and have peace. And it breaks my heart even like when I look at where I was like three years ago, mm-hmm. living in the constant chaos, yeah, um, being in s- scenarios that were always like triggering me, yeah, bringing out the worst in me, bringing out. I just felt like
0: it just wasn't stopping. It like didn't stop. it was just one thing after another. You couldn't catch a break.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I felt so bad for you. Like it was when you first moved back here. I was just like, oh my gosh.
1: Like, yeah. Every was- FaceTime call, I'm like, Abby. Right. <laughs> She's like, what happened? What happened <laughs> now?
0: No, yeah. yeah, it was just like non-stop I feel like then. um when you're in a, like, that type of situation It feels like it's never ending Like yeah. it doesn't stop mm-hmm. And you can't find that peace Because you're always going through the next situation mm-hmm.
1: Yeah and that's where I was really able to uh, Find out my right, real triggers mm-hmm. Like I realized I kind of knew this But I realized that a trigger that I had Was like uh, rejection mm-hmm. Abandonment mm-hmm. Um, Another trigger that I had which goes hand in hand with abandonment, is if I felt like I was at a job where it was in jeopardy, immediately, like, ready to go. Yeah, if I was dating someone... Same. <laughs> uh, which, you know, I ended up dating someone who went to jail twice mm-hmm. while we were dating. And even though it wasn't something that they were intentionally doing, I still felt abandoned. Yeah. Like, in all of that period of time, like, all of that just... Chaos and drama was so draining, mm-hmm. but it was really my triggers. Yeah, because people live through that all the time. People go to like go to war. They have their family that are like out fighting wars and battles, and they can deal with long distance and stuff like that. Or people who have family members that are pilots or whatever. Like they, that's a normal thing to live through is having yeah. space away from your loved ones. But that really, really triggered me, like, yeah, so bad, yeah. And I didn't even know that I would respond that way until it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's really what triggers are: is like you don't know they're there until an event. And, yeah,
0: that's um, yeah, like kind. I felt like well, abandonment is like one of my triggers for sure. Um, but like something I went through recently, well. It's been like a month and a half now, like when um, me and Sandy were living together, and then he got custody of his kids. And then it was like when he moved out, um, because he'll have his kids can't be in my two bedroom apartment. Yeah. Um, It was like I felt abandoned, even though I'm not. Right. Like we still talk every day, but it's like, dang, now I'm not seeing you every day. Mm -hmm. I felt that real abandonment issue. Then it's like, then. You keep thinking like scenarios in your head, like what what it could be, or what is he thinking, what's going on, and it's just like you get, you're leaving me. Yeah, you
1: get so <laughs> anxious.
0: You get anxious. You just think about so many things, and it's the worst things possible to mm-hmm. think about when it's not even that. You're just working yourself up over literally nothing.
1: Nothing is factual, or and then whatever. it
0: starts an argument. Then like, it's really nothing, mm-hmm. and it's it's all brain yeah uh, like talking shit to you and then you're like dang is this really what it is but it's really not you just you're like you said it's really just like a trigger that i have which is abandonment Mm -hmm.
1: and people who do struggle with abandonment issues um there's a direct correlation to like it's called object permeance Mm -hmm. which is basically that if someone or something isn't around it feels like it doesn't exist yeah and that can sometimes be true obviously if it's not there but maybe like for myself so my dad was absent very inconsistent so i became really really close to my mom she's my only caretaker we were really really close but when my mom would go, like, to work or she'd go on, like, a trip or something, I'd be with people who I knew and trusted. But I also felt like my mom is literally gone forever. Yeah. Like, freaking out. And it's like, <laughs> it's like no, like, your mom is, like, just gone for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I used to I remember as a little kid, like, getting so worked up almost and having to, like, calm myself down, like, it's going to be okay, like, she's just at work, she gets off at five, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then that same feeling I would get with, like, people I was dating, if we get in a fight, or they leave, or, like, they, you know, go on a trip or something, I'd be like, oh, no, they're gone. Right, they (laughs) don't even love me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, girl, be for real right now, but it's so hard to get your brain to unlearn that, and, like, that trigger Mm -hmm. of being, like, just because someone's not here or just because we're not like 100% right now does not mean that they're out of my life entirely or that mm-hmm. there's a problem because like you, you then some, you end up creating
0: a problem you create
1: one be, out of something that literally, literally doesn't exist and you're just sitting there and they're looking at you crazy like old. what is wrong with yeah. you Like, what's your problem yeah. and you're like you you are not here right? you don't even love me anymore yeah. Yeah. And it's you kind of burn your credibility, I feel like. That's yeah. how it was for me because afterwards I'd calm down and be like, oh, anyways, do you want to get something to eat? Right. <laughs> like, never mind. Yeah. Wrong person. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. That's hard though. And like I said, you never know until you get in there. And- yeah those trigger points just keep on flaring up and you think you've moved through something mm-hmm. or like a parental like wound has like recovered and then like something for me is thinking like okay I'm good I dealt with that and then I'll see like the way that my dad interacts with one of my siblings or something and I'm like oh I twitched like, Right. I thought we were good right. not good and yeah. then you just gotta keep working through it and I think that's the hardest part and that's what healing really requires is just to keep pushing through mm-hmm. like don't beat yourself up if you know you responded a certain way when you're 17 and then you turn 25 and you kind of are feeling the same way like it's a constant work in progress you're not going to break a habit overnight you're not going to create a habit overnight mm-hmm. you're not going to heal a wound overnight because if it took 19 years for you to even know if that hip wound was?
0: Yeah, I feel like even as like There's a lot of things I wasn't necessarily even dealing with or even acknowledge was a trigger until like My older age is not like it wasn't like it was a trigger back then But I would just get angry about it mm-hmm. back then and not really deal with it And then it's like I'm holding it and I'm not dealing with it. I'm not talking about it and it's just in my it's just in my head or that feeling of anger or however I'm feeling for the situation or what triggered me, but now at this age, it's like, okay, I actually don't like this, mm-hmm. or this act you saying this triggers me from something I ha still haven't even healed from, mm-hmm. and there's certain words I'm not even gonna say it on here, but there's certain words that like someone will say to me or like a certain phrase. And it triggers me because it's just like you're bringing me back to the worst time in my life that a time where like I was the most alone Mm -hmm. and you're saying it again. I'm about to cry. But it's just it's just something that's like it's something. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> but like certain saying this certain phrase, it really angers me because it's like, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And you're saying it to make me mad on purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's what...
1: Um, that's what does it for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> even
0: like now, like just talking about it. I didn't even say what the word was. I was about to cry. Because it's like, that's not who I am. Stop telling me who I am, who mm-hmm. I am when that's not who I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And certain... I think that's a perfect segue about people who who themselves have not even broken their habits. Yeah. They will start to hyperfixate on your flaws. They will bring up stuff about <clears throat> basically pointing out all your stuff or trying to remind you of who you used to be. Yeah. And it's like you're more obsessed with the old me than I am. Right. Like she's gone. She yeah. she died. You know, Literally what I mean? so, <laughs> You bringing that up only shows me that either you live in shame or you have your own unforgiveness, on un- un- healed things that you need to work through. But instead of doing that, you want to you want to like,
0: nitpick me and who I used to be or what I used to do like that. That's not fair. That's not fair because that's not who I am. And if I'm trying to change my life and grow and become somebody better you're still trying to bring up the old me who I'm trying not to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you want me to either not be better because for whatever reason, like you said, not heal through what they've gone through. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And it takes, it takes a lot of effort to, it takes a lot of effort to focus on the old you Yeah. versus like, I just wish there was a mentality shift. And I, I personally, there's certain people that have done a lot of messed up stuff to me that I have not forgotten. I've forgiven them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I realize, like, sometimes you meet people in a really bad season in their life. Or you meet somebody, like, fresh out of a relationship, fresh out of prison, somebody who's getting back on their feet, walking into sobriety, or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I always think to myself, that could have been me, Mm -hmm. could be, and I would hope that people would give me the opportunity to change. Yeah. It's really, really important and critical for good relationships to, if somebody really does want to do better and they're making the effort and doing it, Mm -hmm. let them do it. Yeah. Because it takes so much energy to change your life. It is.
0: It's like, It's uh, it's a whole mindset shift that has to happen mm-hmm. and you got to stick with it mm-hmm. because if
1: you don't then it's like what's the point of all of this? What's the purpose? Yeah, what's the purpose? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people though that, uh, you know, we are talking about having ambition Um, who kind of just live life like it is what it is mm-hmm. and I think a really good habit to create is Having Mm self-motivation and knowing that, like, even if everything's not always working together all the time, you're going to have seasons of difficulty, seasons of financial trouble or whatever. Like, being able to have a habit where you can motivate yourself. I think
0: there's little things you can even do to, like, help motivate motivate yourself. Like, something for me, like, I love the lemon scent. So, like, really? that gets me motivated to clean or whatever it is, like... It's
1: giving. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, it's just, like, there's little things you can do to help motivate yourself or whatever, like, for me, cleaning, like, the lemon soap, the lemon everything is just something that motivates me to continue on
1: with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But you keep going. I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, just really um, motivating yourself is a good habit because... The world is going to always focus on your flaws, your shortcomings, what you used to do. All the wrong things about you. Yeah. Yeah. And that can really demotivate you, especially if it's like a parent who's speaking down on you or a sibling or something like that. So if you can find it in yourself to create habits... Or recognize that a trigger for you is when people try to demotivate you. Yeah. You have to be able to combat that with self-motivation. Yeah. And I'm I'm my hardest critic. I'm very difficult on myself. Like sometimes I'm like, girl, like we're we're friends. Why are you you yeah. know what I mean? But um, the you can tell who who's gone through stuff and who picked themselves back up because they motivated themselves. Obviously, yeah. your friends and family and stuff like that. But you also inspire people when you do that. Right. And you don't even recognize it. Like
0: like you may not know, but maybe it's like even like this podcast like just saying certain things can maybe help somebody. Like maybe that's just something they needed to
1: hear at yeah. that moment. You just get into the habit of speaking positively on yeah. yourself. You know, living in a a lifestyle that anybody from the outside can look in and be like they're solid, yeah. or even though they're going through it right now, like they they haven't popped popped off on anybody. Like they're still trying to keep going. Like that's a really good habit to have. Yeah. What's a um? My question for you is: What is a habit that you have or are working on instilling in Enzo? Um. A habit. It could be anything like making your bed every morning or doing certain things or publicly, you know, like when we do this, this is what you do or you don't do or, or
0: whatever. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the things that I like talk to, and, well, I don't talk to him like a baby. I talk to him like an adult because I'm not lots a baby him. But a lot of the things is just like normal things like wash your hands pick up your toys clean up your room pick this up go do that and just instead of like at first he was really lazy Mm -hmm. like potty training him just a lazy i was so
1: scared for you
0: right (laughs) you didn't (laughs) even say anything but no he was really lazy because he was just used to me doing everything and one day i was just like you know what you already know how to go to the bathroom on the toilet why aren't you wearing underwear so one day I was like, put it on. And he was like, no, yeah. no, you're wearing it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I put his pull-ups up super high. He couldn't reach it because he gets everything with his stool. So put it up high. He couldn't get it. And he just literally, it's been what, like almost a month now. So it's just like. Because he broke the habit. Yeah, broke that habit of him being lazy. And so just that's something that like we've worked on or now it's cleaning up your toys picking up your room before you go to bed and that's something we're working on now that's good yeah that's really good i think because i I just hate clutter because he tries to bring it out here in the living room Mm -hmm. this is not a playground out here this is where we just (laughs) chill as soon as he brings the toy out nope bring it back that's Mm -hmm. where you play with your toys is in your room yeah not everywhere my room the bathroom no we're just not doing it yeah And your room is your playroom.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's good. And a lot of people, too, if you can get into a habit of, like, your home is your safe haven. Yeah. Even if you don't have kids. I don't have kids. I don't have pets. I ain't got nothing. (laughs) But... If you create a habit of tidiness, mm-hmm. it really helps your mental health. It helps your like clarity almost. Like you yeah. ever just wake up and be like, I have to start cleaning. Like And yeah. once you start cleaning, you, you feel don't. so good. Turn on mm-hmm. the music, bust a little window open. Right. I'll, Air the house out. Yeah. You just feel yeah. you know, so much better. Like if you, that's a habit though that a lot of people get instilled from a young age. Yeah. or... If you even meet people whose parents were, like, super messy... Yeah. they're, like, super, like, OCD clean... Yeah. Because they didn't have that. hmm And that's scary.
0: I know one thing I'm trying... I started today... Um, is making my bed every day. Like, I will, but Enzo always messes it up, but... That's one thing, like, I'm working on. I feel like... They say, like, if you make your bed every day, like, you'll have a, a better day. Mm-hmm. Just to know, like, it's clean. Yeah. It feels yeah. so
1: good when you come home from work or whatever and you're because the way my apartment is like you can see my room from the front door like when i come in and the bed is made i'm just like wow i really can't wait bed. to get in there <laughs> like <fresh and> clean. <laughs> yeah definitely it feels really good to have a clean home workspace whatever because like you work from home but it, it yeah. really does matter like
0: yeah with mess like for me it just stresses me out i get more like irritated for mm-hmm. and it's not even have anything to do with what I'm doing? Just to look at it is frustrating. It's frustrating. I know. Cause like it just needs to be clean, and it's like I either don't have time, but even like little stuff, uh, like daily stuff, to just tidy up before you go to bed or before you go somewhere, and you're coming home like okay, I'm glad I did this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
1: always feels better. I didn't even realize that that was the trigger for me. Is um, I think cleaning for me was kind of like a control thing. It sounds really weird, but I remember when I was a kid, I used to. Um, we lived in a three bedroom townhome. It was like really spacious, but <laughs> I had an older brother who wasn't always the tidiest. And when he got like probably fifteen, he was always like gone, like out with his friends and stuff, doing hood rat stuff. But I remember just being like, I go in his room and there was like clothes everywhere and like like remote controls and like pop cans. I would just mm-hmm. be like. So I always clean his room for him, and like we share the bathroom. I clean it. My mom, when she go to work on like a Saturday or something, I clean the house for her and stuff. But it became like yeah, it became like a like control thing. Like I can't control anything else, but I can clean this. Yeah, and it's almost like instant gratification after you clean, or like you reorganize a pantry or something. It just feels good. Like like, yeah, yeah, I did that. (laughs) Right. And um, I remember when I got my, the apartment I'm in now, and I had to really, really work on this. When I would have guests, like a friend flying in or even my mom or something, and they'd come over and they're just guests. Like, suitcase out, we're sharing a little bathroom, they'd have their, like, toiletry bag, and I'd be like, get out the way. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a bad habit because it makes people feel, like, put off by you yeah. you know what I mean and or it's like not intentional a, yeah or they're just like disrupting you yeah and they and <laughs> I've had someone say to me like you make me feel like bad and I was mm-hmm. like dang like I that's the least thing that I want you to feel so let me fix it yeah but it took a long time because I'm like you're in my space mm-hmm. and it's hard
0: sharing your space with somebody oh my god it's super hard very because it's like now you're having to clean up after
1: someone else's mess when you're used to cleaning up your type of mess mm-hmm yeah, and they're usually like, they don't even recognize it. It's that's just what their, they do. That's their habits. With it, their hygiene, their flow, everything you're like. Oh, or even God.
0: going to someone else's house and like how like they clean or how, not saying their house is dirty, but like how like their mess is. Or like even when I, <laughs> I hate how certain people wash their face. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop getting water everywhere. Why is there water all over the counter? You're supposed to be in the sink, Mm -hmm. wash your face, or even wash your face in the shower. shower. Why is there water all over? Why is there makeup scribbled on the (laughs) counter? (laughs) Why is it there? And it's just like simple stuff like that drives me crazy, but... Like, that's just their normalcy. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, I don't, if I, there's water on the counter that's very rare. I put a towel down Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put my arms down wash my face so water doesn't get everywhere. Yeah, or water on the mirror. Oh, God. How? How How did did it, how is
1: toothpaste on the mirror? (laughs) What are you doing for toothpaste to be on the mirror? Yeah, or when people leave the toothpaste, like little pellet in the sink and it gets all dried. It's like, why couldn't you just, why didn't you just put water
0: or something, clean it up? Come on, guys. Yeah.
1: You know who you are. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's so many habits to learn and unlearn. And like I said, it, sometimes it's just the way you're raised. Mm-hmm. And cool thing about it is we can adapt new habits. We can break old habits. We can work on our triggers. And triggers are, like, so broad. Like Yeah, there's so many there's things. There's so many things,
0: like... A smell, a taste. Mm-hmm. Like, even, um... There was some taste that like gets me upset um I can't think of what it is, but it just like reminds me It's gross. so like if I were sick and I threw that up, like that's gonna be like oh, I never want to eat that again yeah,
1: yeah, I know there's a um old show that used to come on um during a not fun time in my life called Days of Our Lives. I'm sure you've heard of it. Of course. But yeah. like the intro of that, when I hear it, it just like sends, it goes down my spine. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, but I was like, I can't believe that makes me feel like that. Like yeah. my literal like nervous system is like trembling right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's just the intro <coughs> song of a TV show. And I didn't even know, but after like some time, I was just like, I'll put it down. You know what I mean? Like, I'll let it go because... Why do you think it's triggering for you? Because I was just in a bad Into the was it the show itself? No, it was... Or... Like, that show used to come on when I was around, like, with, oh that like, person, okay. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after several years, I was just like, all right, I'm going to put it down. Let it go. Yeah. Because it's so weird. But yeah, like, <clears throat> triggers are... There's just so many things that can
0: be a trigger. A certain song, like, oh, God. It's just like, oh, gosh, turn it now. Oh I don't want to hear it because it, it, it just makes you think of a time or a person that you just don't really want to think about or, or just relive
1: For it. For me, it's like when I drive around certain parts of town, I'll be like, oh, my God, I remember at like blah, blah, blah place this happened mm-hmm. or at like a hotel or something. I'm just like, ugh, you know? I hate this. <laughs> I hate <laughs> the <this scene>. embassy. <laughs> Like, Embassy didn't do nothing to you. But that's the whole point, too, is you have to work on your triggers Mm -hmm. because majority of the time, other people end up dealing with them if you don't. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, (laughs) I can think of so many times where, It was somebody completely unrelated to what happened to me in that event that they were around or something triggered me or I was like super irritable because something reminded me of of an event or season in my life and I took it out on someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's really unfair and it's not intentional but healing is like so much of our responsibility Mm -hmm. like nobody else is going to do it just you. You're gonna to have to work on it, and, and some
0: people think um, not dealing with it is healing, or not having to think about it, just kind of forget. You just kind of forget about it, but your body never
1: forgets. Yeah, literally, you,
0: like you said, like you can forgive, but you definitely won't forget. Ever,
1: yeah. So take care of your your head and your heart, otherwise. Hmm. Yeah. Someone What's that Um. If you don't heal, it's go. It's like if you don't heal what hurt you, then you'll bleed on people who didn't cut yep. you or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's right. Like yeah. that's literally what it is. Is you could really, you will find so much joy and gratification out of working on yourself and creating new habits. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like surprising. Like once you do something, because if you like pretend today, you start making your bed every day. Like in a month, you'll be like, dang. I've been doing this for a month. Like, it feels -hmm. really good. Like, it's like... Like, Even with
0: this podcast, like, I was talking to my brother last night. He asked about it. And I'm like, I really enjoy doing it. It's not... I don't feel like it's a chore. Like, it's something I'm really... Like, it's a habit now. Mm -hmm. Because they say it takes 21 days for something to become a habit. And we This is episode six. So, it's been... It's been more than 21 days. Yeah. So, (laughs) it's a habit now. Yeah. And it's something that I'm passionate about and I enjoy doing.
1: And... Yeah. I love that for us. Yes. Well, I feel like that concludes episode six. Yes. If you we're here and present, <coughs> we appreciate you. Why don't you comment, like, one or two habits that you're working on? Yes. I think um, one of mine is going to be, obviously, the financial stuff. But another one I want to work on is um, being more active. So um, much easier during the summer. Right. But, obviously, we don't get that here. So, yeah. going to have to make do. But... What's the habit you're gonna
0: work on? Well, I'm still gonna continue to work on um my bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I should work on is, or I want to work on is, hmm. I guess. Did you say financial discipline?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: let me you not can, say that. You can I was survive. gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say that too. That is something I do wanna, I need or I want to be more mindful of, um, that's something I do want to, I've been trying to work on as of lately. So just to continue to work on that too. Love
1: that. Let us know what you're working on. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to
0: like, comment, and subscribe, share. Um, But yeah, like she said, let us comment about what you're working on or or not working on yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and also like we are um like the last episode we said if you want to be on here um let us know i'm going to ask you what you want to talk about so be prepared um a lot of people are like oh i want to be on there okay what you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about no gotta have good content yes yes good ideas good content something that we can you know have a good um, debate about, not a debate. But no, I love a good
1: debate. If you're going to come know. on, I'm going to hound you. Yeah, speak. she's not kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um,
0: we appreciate you. Thank you for watching, and we will see you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Bye. Bye, besties.